Peace and love. You're not tuned in to the Pot Rudy Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Z Green. And this Pot Rudy Podcast is brought to you by New Tyre Tech. Also, AncestralActivation.com. Sign up for our blog at www.ancestralactivation.com. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at Numtare Tech. That's N U N P T A H R E T E K with a hyphen in between. Look for the Sphinx Sigil. It's just a cool, crisp morning here in South Texas. And I was just building with my son and talking to him, telling him about refining what he learns, you know, and not being satisfied with reaching a certain plateau. You have to transcend from the goal from which you begin. In other words, don't settle for mediocrity. And this is all internal. Because we deal with radiology here, uh, which is 1080 degrees of clarity. It's 360 degrees of physical knowledge, 360 degrees of spiritual knowledge, and 360 degrees of mental knowledge. No one can teach you how to see. No one has taught you how to hear. No one has taught you how to smell. No one has taught you to touch. This is something that you acquire in your own volition. This is your sense of being. And this is where we're going to get you back to here at the Power Rudy Podcast. Make sure y'all get back in tune with you. You know, Cat Williams used to call it your star motherfucking player. But it's more than just a south, uh... (laughs) You more than that. You know, that's the portion of you that came from the creator of all there is, all that there ever will be. You know, some will term it the most high. Some use a loose term like God and say that. But for all extensive purposes, we'll just say the source. And we're all a portion of the source. We all emulated. Excuse me, I had my coffee this morning. Still having it. Yeah, so, you know, just dealing with mediocrity and settling for what is instead of wanting better. You know, want better for yourself. Start with some push-ups or some jumping jacks. Get yourself acquainted with your physical self. Because you're not your physical self. And you're not the 
experiences that you experience within the physical world. You're just cooperating with the fundamental principles of the physical world. And you're taking responsibility for it. Every time I see somebody take a selfie, and I ain't talking about somebody else is holding the camera, that's not a selfie. A selfie is when you take the picture yourself. You know, according to the definition of the context, or within the content of selfie. And some people take too many selfies. It's just, it is what it is. But that's not even the self. That's a false representation of the self. In the maternal actuality of what you are supersedes this dimension. Because you was there before you came here. That's like you going to the uh, roller skating alley and you can't get on the roller skating rink with your regular shoes on. Most roller skating places, they don't even want you to enter in case you're going to get on a pair of shoes. So you get those roller skates. You got to turn in your regular shoes, even though your regular shoes may be worth more than the roller skates. You know, no matter how much those shoes cost, you can't function with them on the roller skating ring. Not in case they got wheels on the bottom of them. Now, I don't know what type of reality y'all live in. But if you got wheels on the bottom of your shoes, you making a lot more moves than somebody that don't. <laughs> it's on a practical level. You know, and um, I like to deal from a practical foundation. Some people will call it a realistic or, uh, you know, rational. You know, and these are good spaces to function and operate from. Because when you do, you know, um, you leave room for error. So you can get back up and do things again, you know, if you should fall off the path of consistency. And a lot of people, myself included, you know, we fall off the path of consistency from time to time. Uh, and it's due to the monotonous, monotony of doing the same thing over and over again, all the way to the point of autopilot and or to a fault and you must stay steadfast and have some governing marker if you will to guide you along the way or a compass if you will you know and we attribute this compass to our morality and morality is basically dealing with you can see the word moral and you could also see the word mortal there as well 
and you're dealing with this mortal plane of existence where morality is the common ground of communication you know uh, this is where things begin as far as the separation between us and the animals and dealing with your executive functions you know you can google your executive functions or executive functions and you will see it's going to point to how the human uh, is separated from the animal kingdom and which separates us because there are some uh, animals that can function with the neocortex and do in other words the gray matter in their brain which is just a whole bunch of accumulated neurons uh, has reached a stage to where it's ready to evolve and this operates or this activates the neural cortex in, in humans uh, most monkeys and uh, chimps uh, apes, gorillas they all function with their gray matter and so they haven't reached a neocortex level and all mammals uh, function with the lymphatic system which deals with your emotions and having the ability to feel emotion and when you have the ability to feel emotion or have a sense of an awareness of your emotions and to identify with them um, <clears throat> You, you're definitely functioning on an etheric level or you're dealing with uh, a degree of sensitivity uh, that transcends the central nervous system. How you know this? Because they come up with a word called ESP, which is an acronym for extrasensory perception. And your sensory, look at the word sense. That's dealing with the sense of touch which you need your central nervous system active in order to function here or to feel like you're here you know I like to always use this analogy of if someone goes to sleep if they're paralyzed and they go to sleep at night uh, once they're uh, nursed into the bed and they're laying there and they get tired and they go to sleep they're walking around in their dream, even though in the material body uh, that they possess or contracted to exist in, they uh, <clears throat> they can't move in that. So when they go to sleep, they're outside the body, and it feels real. You know, how are you having this sense of feeling without a central nervous system? You know, so this is another plane of existence that's layered over this one. And over the past four or five generations, you know, uh, and when I say that, I, I'm i talking in like 100-year increments. You know what I mean? Mama, grandmama, great-grandma, and great-great-grandma, you know, 
and we've grown farther away from our spiritual self. So much so that we look outside of our physical self for something spiritual that predated it. And this all comes back to my original point of selling, suddenly, you know, uh, living in obscurity or mediocrity. And I'm not just talking about materialistically. I'm talking about academically. I'm, I'm talking about uh, character-wise, in a moral form, um, our spiritual sense of being, and our mental. You know, we don't even care about these things. We care more about things that don't even have the ability to care. It doesn't even have gray matter. To connect to the lymphatic system or to what that portion of the brain is called the mammalian which supersedes the reptilian brain and the reptilian brain which is the brain stem called the cerebral cortex which is hardwired to the central nervous system it's a part of it your whole brain is a part of the central nervous system and all you have to do is make yourself aware of the central nervous system that you do have, which, you know, they got a whole bunch of bi uh, diagrams and stuff to show you these things. It's just up to you to identify with it and become aware of it. And when you take some accountability for your own reasoning and rationale and are willing to learn these fundamental principles of your physical existence, you know, you can start to separate the you from this. So we're dealing with the anatomy, the human anatomy, and the human existence which we signed up for to be human and the human the reason why they use that name you can you can break it down and give all type of etymology to the word but the human is supposed to be a graduated form of the animals it's a form that you uh graduate to uh, materially you know or physically on the physical plane it's the culmination of forms because you need forms in order to express yourself but you also need a plane for that expression to be witnessed on and that's why the material plane came out to be and I don't care how many stars you count, how many constellations, all of that is out. That's the external. We call this the outerverse. Your connection to it creates a universe. And, they, and you can look at it closely, you will see you and I-verse, for those that may not be aware of this uh, acronymic form of breakdown.
you and I verse. Who is the you and the I? The you is the physical you. And in it is the I. The inner I. You and I. And these two go against each other. That's what universe means. Then you have an innerverse. And this is the reality you create within your own consciousness. In this in the field that it is or the plane that it is uh drawn out on is a mental plane. Or that plane that the mental plane functions on in order for you to function here is called the physical mind. Because the physical mind is using physical concepts in order to construct what it's doing on the mental plane. And the more, more refined your awareness is of this plane, will you be able to use your mental plane, use the physical mind to function on the mental plane? This is how your, you know, this is just one of many ways that your deja vus occur. It's because your, uh, you're designing something or you're thinking about something with your physical mind on the mental plane, you know, days ahead of time, especially if you have a calendar or a planner and you write things in your planner. See, like, you know, you get paid every Friday. Just using it as an example. You know, you get paid every Friday. So you put that down in your calendar. You know, this is the Friday you get paid. You know, if you use your mental energy enough, you can see yourself getting paid on that Friday. You can see yourself wearing certain clothes. And, you know, you see all these things. And when you're actually seeing them, you're creating them you know, beforehand. So when you do get to that point, you're saying, you know, holy smokes, I'm here, which is there, which would be the Friday when you get paid, right? And something along the course of your day that doesn't happen on, uh, it's not a routine event, occurs, and you say, hey, this didn't happen before. And the reason why it's happened before is because you literally astral project. That's why it's important to write because you're astral projecting from the future or from a form of a future from the physical mind and you're time stamping it uh, into this reality. You know, however it may be expressed by you. And this is something that uh, the comedians uh, picked up from the Atlanteans, which picked it up from the Lemurians, which got it from Sahu, which is Orion star constellation. You know what I mean? And that's why you see it in the Bible, our father who art in heaven, <clears throat> which the Greek word for heaven is Orion. And the comedic term for Orion is Sahu, you know, 
and you're dealing with Sa, which is a form of magic, and Hu, which is the creative force of will. And uh, these particular names uh, are derived from the beings from these locations. And subsequently, here on this planet, you know, uh, as I said before, we uh, we're supposed to transcend the animals, you know, as a human. That's what your accountability is. So after this particular uh, assignment is given to you and you come here, you know, you got other entities that are not from here. And when I say that, I'm not saying it in the sense the way that it's projected to you from, you know, modern day media, if you will. I'm saying it in the sense of the influence of these beings. Like the beings from Orion. You know, if you look at the Giza pyramids and, and what they call modern day Egypt, uh, which is also the eighth wonder of the world. And they wonder about it because they don't know where it came from and how it came from. But those pyramids line up with the uh, Orion's belt. Three stars in particular, uh, Aulilam, Makur, and, or Menkure, and Mentaka. And the beings from that star constellation, they're not human. And they brought their mental influences to our physical minds, not me and you per se, but just the lineage. And before they presented themselves, they'll present something on the mental plane first. And we don't record a lot of things from the mental plane to bring back into our physical mind because the data, it, uh, it'll overload your, your subconscious mind. You won't be able to function in, on auto autopilot, if you will. It's sort of like when a computer is running slow. And this particular form is not built for that form of vastness. And we've been shrunk down. Like this is not even the original uh, height of the human being. Now there were pygmies that were four feet tall. You know, and there was other uh, beings from Nirvana that came here from other star constellations. And they the ones that needed this lower form. But when you look at the old ancient Comedian uh, statues, uh, even the old Mayan or with, uh, before the Mayan, uh, the Aztecs uh, and the Omecs, and you see how large and expansive uh, their statues were. It's because the entities were actually that tall during that time. You know, the current so-called European context and narrative that they try to fit everything into some 6,000 year religious period is erroneous. But they'll show you a big thunder lizard called the Tyrannosaurus Rex that had the capability of tearing flesh and, and you know, eating blood. And this stand 40 and 50 feet. 
But something came and wiped that thing out. And aside from it being wiped out, if the lizard's that big, how big was the humans? They don't never show you that. Someone removed that evidence. And whoever it was, they wasn't a human being. So whether you can accept it or not, uh, something else did come here. It came down to this planet. And you notice something came down to this planet because everyday people so-called die or transition from their physical bodies. And in order for something to leave, something got to come. And in order for something to come, something got to go. It's the laws of compensation. There's nothing you can do about it. It's going to happen. These are uh, absolutes. You know, refer to the last recording about absolutes. And when you function from this pace of reality, you are really in tune with existence, which existence is eternal. And it's a resonant frequency that we should aspire to. You can't just be satisfied with being human. If you do, hey, enjoy being human. I'm not saying don't enjoy it, but don't aspire. You're already in this capacity. Your objective is to grow further and beyond. Or you'll keep coming here until you realize that. And accumulate the... Uh, the uh, amount of lifetimes in this little mortal form that it takes to match up to who you really are. But you really have to get the body nice and still. You have to get it under your command, which you are not the body, you are not the mind, and you're not your brain. You are. And certain diagrams had to be made up for you to see this. And that's why I say go to the Noontar Ray Tech page on Facebook. Or look for Ali Z Green. Or look for us on Instagram. And we on Twitter. You know, follow me. Message me. Uh, if you want to find out more about Raynology. Noontar Ray. Noontar Ray Tech. Which are organite devices. I have onks made out of organite. They're magnetically charged, uh, ritualistically charged uh, with the beings from Sahu and Septu uh, and the beings from here, from the Comedian uh, Pantheon and beyond. And before, we deal with primordial forces and primordial beings, uh, primordial intellect. And uh, I'm not here to save you. I'm just here to make you aware of the you that you are, which is the I. And we can get on this universal collective consciousness uh, that we already subliminally are functioning from, but we don't accept. Everybody wants to be an individual and a separatist and I'm a this and you're a that when gravity is 
running things. So much so, if you don't hold your back up, the ground will pull you down. That's the gravity of the, of the earth pulling on you. And you see somebody hunched over and they can't stand up straight, that's the gravity. Then got them. And you didn't disconnect it from the earth. You should never be hunched over. Put your feet in the grass. Hold your sun, your hands up to the sun. That sun energizes you so you could be seen by the beings in Orion star constellation. But some of the beings in Orion star constellation, they are not your friends. They don't mean you no good. They want to deter you from tuning back into that side of you that is you, which is the eye. And they call this the all-seeing eye for all extensive purposes. God, source, the universe, which you are a particle. You are not it. You're just a particle. It would be foolish to think that you are that when there are entities that are not even slow enough to come to this level. They're not going to even say, hey, uh, yeah, let me be a human. They don't need to be a human. They don't need to feel things. They don't need these lower sensations uh, that we have to experience for the rest of our life. And if we haven't outgrown them, we have to, we, you know, we're still dealing with them. Many of us have been here hundreds of times, thousands. Without succession, without transcendency. And there's a star in Orion's star constellation called uh, Beltagis. And you look at the word Beltagis. Phonetically, it's similar to another name from a cinematic movie that came out, uh, I want to say, in. 8889 is resurrection. And this is something that was borrowed from uh, ancient texts and watered down and matriculated into English and all comprised in the one being that people call Jesus Christ. You know, they packaged that up. It took them 2,000 years to package that up for you to accept it. And in part, it came from the Beltagis star constellation. And if you remember the movie Beetlejuice, he was an interdimensional being. And if you said his name three times, he could come into this reality. And if you said his name three more times, he would have to leave this reality. 
and he was also depicted with a clown face. It's a scary clown, but he has a clown face. And the clowns are all over here. Let's go through them. The Joker in uh, the Batman store. Then who was the next one? Ronald McDonald. <sighs> Attack of the Killer Clowns. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. They got a uh, rock rap group called uh, ICP, Insane Clown Posse. Uh, I said Attack of the Killer Clowns. Uh, Stephen King even made a movie called It. When you look at the movie It, you will see uh, a clown that they call Pennywise. Hmm. Why is his name Pennywise? And he has a, a red balloon that he uses to lure the children. We dealt with Ronald McDonald. Even Jack in the Box. These are all uh, expressions from the etheric mind of the Beltagese beings uh, that come from the Beltagese star in the uh, Orion star constellation. And this is their way of influencing uh, the human populace and making sure that its growth pattern uh, you know doesn't transcend this realm and that's just one of many of litany of forces uh, that work against you spiritually and mentally and uh, give you enough programmings uh, for future generations even now we got a uh, Halloween It just passed. And the main thing they want you to do is paint your face. Anytime you're dealing with painting the face, you're dealing with the beings from Beltagese. And they call it beetle juice, alchemically. Because when you step on a beetle, the juice flies out. And in every movie when you're dealing with transdimensionalism they always bring out a bunch of beetles if you're into horror flicks and stuff like that you can, you can see it they always got beetles in the movie in all the uh, mummy movies they had beetles dealing with death and resurrection all in that realm you know you're going across the duat which is the underworld and the only way you can get across the water of the duat is you would need a ferry and then you would need a ferryman to man that boat to safely get you across the duat so that you can go into the afterlife with the sorrow these are all metaphors and analogies of actual events that occur and how and why they occur and these were instruction manuals uh, for other etheric 
and spiritual beings that wish to, to incarnate into this realm. However, keep in mind that at these times, you know, the, the, there were giants in the earth in these days. Genesis 6, 4. They were too big to communicate their liaison to the smaller things on this planet was the pygmies. It's like you have an empathy for all of the insects and you make a uh, a micronic size of yourself to deal, you know, genetically to deal with the insects and the creepy crawly things on the ground. And the beings that wanted to bring the giants down never considered that they had entities at this particular size of four to five feet, you know, scourging the planet. So these things took place millions, billions of years ago. You can't even fathom that. Because you can't fathom it doesn't mean that it didn't occur. Because we got a ancestral entity that we share this realm with called the sea turtle. And a sea turtle could live up to 140, 50 years from what we think we know. We had died before we even know how old it really is. And imagine if the sea turtle could talk and tell you the things that it has experienced throughout its lifetime. No matter of fact, if you could just hardwire into its chromosome, the things it has to say. And some of your indigenous ancestors of the Western world, they titled this continent Turtle Island. Hell, it looked like a turtle. Can't say it don't. You'd be lying if you said it didn't. <laughs> Flat out. But these are realities that you had to look at. Absolutes. Just like your thumb. You can't do nothing without it. And this is the type of grasp that you will get upon this 1080 degree frequency. I'm going to end today's broadcast right there. It's the Pi Rudy. That's Pata Rudy podcast. By me, your beloved brother, Ali Z Green. If you're interested in taking my altered discourse, you can get in tune with me at Tune in at ancestralactivation.com. Again, email me at tune in at ancestralactivation.com if you wish to learn more about altar work, how to build an altar, uh, and many other spiritual practices. I have a discourse available. Uh, 
Also, if you're interested in Organite devices, I have those available too at Noontire Raytech. That's N-U-N-P-T-A-H-R-E-T-E-K. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, even on YouTube. Uh, www.ancestralactivation.com. I, uh, subscribe to the blog, and I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace and love.